Hello, hello. Welcome back to Coffee and Tea Come Vibe With Me. It has been quite a while since we've talked. A lot has transpired since then, good and bad. But before I dive into any of that, um, I think it'll be a while until I speak out on recent events that have occurred in my life. But I wanted to send you guys this message this morning. And I think it is such a shame that the society that we live in glorifies abuse and pain. And by that I mean we've been taught that we must endure so much trauma, so much devastating things. We must go through the trenches and, 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 you know, try to get out of the quicksand and do all of these things in order to reach enlightenment, in order to heal, in order to, um, be a good person, I guess, in a, in a nutshell. And especially with women, you know, immense amount of suffering and abusive relationships, things like that, those all get glorified later on. And that's something that I hate. I absolutely hate that. And I think it's disheartening that that is glorified and you know nobody should have to go through any of those things in order to be recognized as a human being and one thing that i've really noticed recently in my own journey is that um i think i've mentioned to you guys the uh is it Miguel Ruiz book the the four agreements you know about being impeccable with your words you know not taking things personal and right now for me it's so important to not take things personal and it's hard not to do that it's extremely difficult not to take things personal um when others say harmful things to us when others um, create smear campaigns or, you know, are afraid to speak the truth. Um, They're afraid to be revealed. You know, just people saying unkind things about us. We have to always remember to not be defensive when those things happen. And the reason being is because they're projections. And when people do things like that, they are projecting things about themselves that they don't like, that are unhealed. And oftentimes it's projections of how they feel about themselves. You know, if someone comments on your page or something like that and says, you're ugly and, you know, you're an unfit mother or something like that, that is a projection of how that person feels about themselves. And when you start to really do the work on your own wounds, 
you'll start to really have compassion and grace and understanding that this person is really lacking self-love for themselves. And it's sad. It, it is extremely sad. And you can have grace and compassion and not tolerate, you know, abusive behavior, but it helps you have an understanding and get more curious about those types of dynamics. And why do people do this? Why do people say those things? You know, um, it can get very confusing, very confusing, especially if it's people that you've known for long periods of time. Like, why would this person say something like this? They know who I am. But you always have to remember, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. People project things that are unhealed onto others. I was the same way. Um, you know, many, many years ago, you know, whenever Facebook first started, um, don't you just love how Facebook reminds you <laughs> of your emotional immaturity all the time? And, you know, I body shamed people, you know, out of my own insecurities and, you know, my relationship dynamic at the time with my partner was very heavily focused on, you know, what you eat and working out and stuff. And so my lack of boundaries had me creating a false sense of self within myself that I wasn't good enough that, you know, I had to eat a certain way, or if I didn't work out enough, you know, I wasn't going to be, um, you know, I wasn't worthy, you know, my spouse would leave me or, you know, like whatever. And, um, that is one reason why I've started practicing intuitive eating and mindfulness when it comes to eating. You know, um, I saw a TikTok the other day and it was very fascinating about how literally the first sin in the Bible is a woman eating. <laughs> you know, when Eve ate that apple, that was the first sin was a woman eating. And it's very intriguing to look at it from that perspective of how much shame is created around the a woman's body, you know, and I, you know, would give unsolicited opinions and advice and think that I knew better than other people and think I knew best what was for other people's bodies, but I wasn't even tending to my own needs, you know, I was rejecting my own needs and thinking that it was other people that needed to change their ways in order for me to be okay. Like, how could this person live their life this way? Or, you know, how could this person choose to be overweight or whatever? But those were all projections of my insecurities and things that I had that were unhealed. And it really wasn't until just a couple years ago that I started getting curious about those things. And I started really realizing the effect that it had on other people. And I was like, that's not the type of person that I want to be. That's not a safe space. And that's not inclusion. That's not, um, that is shame. That is guilt. And, you know, um, especially living with ADHD, um, and having chronic migraines, I was already struggling with my eating habits enough as it is. And so adding, you know, these micromanaging uh, strategy, strategies to my eating, like tracking my food and worrying about fat and carbs and protein and all this stuff, it became extremely overwhelming for my brain. And there, there's times that I just didn't eat um, 
truthfully out of forgetting being overly busy um, with having ADHD. It can be very difficult sometimes to remember to eat. We often hype ourselves up on caffeine, filling, you know, with carbonation and things like that during the day. So sometimes we just truly forget to eat. But I'm really been practicing more mindfulness around intuitive eating and using terminologies as like sometimes foods and all the time foods instead of good foods, bad foods, because it's a label. And I feel like when we label things good and bad, um, that also ends up producing shame within ourselves. I mean, how many times have you, you know, binged on you know two rows of oreos and then immediately after you're like oh i shouldn't have ate that you know it's that shame and guilt after what we've ate that then creates that internal dialogue within ourselves that we're not good enough and we should have ate that and you know how dare us feed our bodies you know like when we have certain cravings it's for a reason and when we reject those cravings it really does more harm than good instead of just practicing mindfulness. Like if you want to eat a whole pint of ice cream and that's what your body wants one day, you know, enjoy every single bit of it. You know what I mean? Be mindful, be intentional about with what you're eating, you know, and don't shame and guilt yourself because that shame and guilt is what ends up being more damaging to the mind than the food itself you know, and we all have to eat and everybody's body is different and everybody has to do what's best for their body. And that's something that really took me a long time to learn, um, especially receiving, you know, certain diagnosis that I have, such as MTHFR, um, which is a problem with methylation. Um, It's a gene mutation and my body can't methylate properly. Um, it can't, you know, release heavy metals and detox and things. And so that alone, I had to change my eating habits by going plant-based, um, for me, because it was helping to reduce the inflammation in my body. Whereas somebody can be a meat eater and thrive, you know what I mean? And so thinking that one way works for everybody is just very um, black and white thinking, um, because there is no, I feel like right or wrong way (laughs) now that I have that awareness. But, um, ultimately I, I was starting in the beginning of this. I don't know how I got onto mindfulness and eating. Thanks a lot brain. But, um, just mere so about, um, projection you know, not taking things personal. And that can even do with eating. I mean, you can incorporate intuitive eating and things like that with that too. Because when people try to regulate our bodies or think that they know what's best for us, it's a projection of how they feel about themselves. And they feel entitled and inclined to tell us what is best for us when they don't even know us, you know what I mean? Um, And you know, just really, um, really getting curious about those feelings, you know, and learning not to have a reactive response when someone says something that is hurtful and untrue about us. It can be very triggering to where we want to go into reactive mode. We want to, you know, automatically defend ourselves and 
oftentimes for narcissistic people, that is literally giving them the exact response that they want. You know, they want you to look crazy. They want you to have an emotional response to their abusive behavior so they can turn around and say, well, did you see how she's acting? You know, things like that. And when you truly learn to be like a gray rock method or like silent, you know, um, and not give them those emotional responses and reacting, you're taking that power away, you know, and that's not even just for narcissistic people because, you know, everybody has narcissistic characteristics. Um, but, you know, again, when it becomes personality disorders, that's when it can start to get very um, complicated, very dangerous and um, oftentimes unsafe. But when you learn not to have a reaction and realize that the person that is speaking those harmful things has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you, you learn grace. You absolutely learn grace. You learn that this person is really struggling to love themselves, you know, and just really sending them good energy their way and hope that they find that, you know, um, sending them comforting vibes their way and hope that they learn to love themselves so that they don't have to project these very unloving things onto other people out of their own wounds, out of their own complex trauma. And complex trauma, you know, is the root of literally, I believe, everything. Um, it affects our relationships. Um, it affects literally everything, how we navigate into the world. And I will do um, a different podcast episode on that. I wanted to keep this short. And you know me, I go on like 15 different subjects in one thing. But um, ideally, I just wanted to remind you today to not take things personal. Always remember who you are and come back to that core. And when, you know, people say things about you or say things to you, you know, that can be hurtful because at the end of the day, we're still human beings. And even though something that is said is being untrue, that doesn't mean that we're not capable of being hurt because words hurt. And that's why it's important to be incapable. I mean, in <clears throat> impeccable with our words because they're magic. You know, uh, you have the opportunity to place spells on people with the words that you say by either tearing them down or lifting them up. And specifically with women, it's important that we choose to lift each other up to be support systems, to be safe spaces for each other, you know, and create communities of, you know, inclusion, diversity, togetherness, wholeness, and, you know, loving each other unconditionally, intentionally, without hidden motives you know, and really helping each other grow and heal, having these deep conversations with each other, you know, encouraging each other to take time for ourselves, setting boundaries with each other. Like these are things that are heavily needed, you know, with relationships with other women, you know, and that's something that I really hope that I can strive to create within this community, just within this podcast community, because um, oftentimes it's hard to find places like that with women, you know, we end up having a lot of trust issues and, um, I know when I was very young, I used to have that type of mindset, you know, of 
for a while of not trusting women and thinking it was cool to have more guy friends, you know, than having girlfriends because the women that were in my life, you know, were, were not those things. They weren't creating safe spaces for me. And so, um, I think it's really time to change that narrative and not be afraid to put yourself out there to develop relationships and connections with other women that can help you thrive, you know, can help you be your best self, can hold you accountable. And accountability is the GOAT when it comes to navigating through healthy relationships with women. If you don't have women in your corner, that when you fuck up or do something that is out of your character and is not aligned with you, you need someone to be like, hey, friend, like, you're not being your highest self right now. What can I do to support you? You know, like that is vital to cultivating conscious relationships um, with other women. And so I will just leave you with that today. And I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Be impeccable with your words. Don't take things personal. And just remember, I love you.